This podcast is a production of the Three Ranger Bros Studios in association with Zio to Hero the Podcast. Mark, Eric, Elias, and Lip were training at their new training facilities. Mark threw a punch at Eric, who caught the attack and pushed Eric back. Then Mark threw a kick at Eric. He caught Mark's foot and threw his foot up. Throwing Mark up, flipping him over, Mark landed on his face with a hard thud. Okay, that was good, but I'm not looking to wake up tomorrow covered in bruises. Mark grunted as he climbed to his feet. Sorry, I guess I got carried away, Eric muttered. Lip jumped up and kicked Elias, who tried to block it but was knocked back. Then Elias threw two quick jabs at Lip. He tried to block both, but the second one caught him in the shoulder. They both dropped down into their fighting stances when suddenly Himoko came storming into their quarters. Guys, you need to see what I found. Himoko chirped as she slammed a big dusty old book on the table. The four guys all climbed out of the training ring and circled around Himiko. They all looked at the old, worn-out page. On it was information detailing on the mummies they had fought a couple days beforehand. It says here that only the gods of Egypt can summon the mummy army. It's almost endless. And they are fueled by the energy of the dead. Himiko explained. So, if Loki has all the gods under control... It would make sense he's using Egyptian as we're in Egypt, Lip said sarcastically. So Loki has more than one army if each of the mythos has one. Elias stated. Let us tackle that when it comes to it. Mark suggested. Yeah, that's a good call. Lip sighed. 
Yes, true. But my point is, the text says only one god can access the army at a time. We figure that out. We are a step closer to stopping Loki. Himato explained. How do we do that? Eric asked. We need to figure out Loki, but it's hard when we don't know where he is. Mark sighed. That is easy. Himiko said with a grin. She flipped the pages over till she landed on the page labelled The God Kingdom. The God Kingdom. Kingdom on the clouds. The city of gold. It has many names, but basically all the gods live here when they are not needed by their loyal subjects. This planet hasn't seen any gods fighting each other in months. It would make sense. Loki, Loki drew them in and started kidnapping or whatever he did to them there. Himiko explained to them. Great, so now we have golden cities in the clouds to deal with? Eric moaned. So the bad guy has a base. Interesting. Seems like it's following the usual Power Ranger base by base troop. Elias muttered under his breath. Suddenly, alarms started ringing, the four boys bolted upstairs, and Himiko followed suit. They frowned Brohan, watching the cameras in the security room, which also had camera feeds for Brohan to watch the city. We have a new monster, boys. We also have a small group of those mummies. They are attacking a funeral, Brohan explained. Consider it done, Brohan. Mark nodded, then they all headed out. The four guys found the monster and the group of mummies at the cemetery. The monster was lanky, its body looked like a thin, wrinkly, old, dead body, haunting and creepy looking. Its fingers were long and pointy, like wrinkly old claws. Its face was hollowed out with no visible teeth or eyes. Its entire body was black as night. It had golden key of life insignia, the ank, on its chest, and the rest of its body was covered in black drapes, similar to that of a priest. Hello, Rangers. I am Anak. Nice to meet you. The monster hissed. Alright, Rangers. Let's get this over with. Mark ordered. Right behind you. Elias nodded. It's morphin' time! Mark called out. Mark held out his Cornish power morpher, and it popped open. Kodobisficken! Mark called out. Then the morpher dematerialized leaving the coin floating there. Mark then morphed into his ranger suit. His helmet formed over his head. Then the coin started spinning and it flew at Mark, hitting Mark in the chest. The coin shattered and Mark's Cornish chest shield formed around him. Mark had morphed into the red Cornish ranger. Eric held out his fist. His green Celtic ring started to glow. Now you're not Kilchuk! Eric called out. Then he held up his fist into the air and suddenly a Celtic rune formed above him. He then lowered his arm and the rune lowered itself down and it faced over Eric, his ranger suit forming over him as the rune descended down. As the rune touched the ground, it vanished. Eric had morphed into the gold Celtic ranger. Elias pulled off his necklace and crushed the crystal in his hand. The energy that came from the crystal formed into a sword sheathed in its shield. Elias grabbed the handle which extended from the top of the shield and pulled the sword out and held it up to the sky. The Olden's craft, Volden Verda. Elias called out. Then the blue energy seeped out of its blade and it formed around him. Then the energy formed into his ranger suit. His horns grew from his helmet as he sheathed his sword. 
Elias had morphed into the blue Viking Ranger. Lip held out his arm, Ra appeared behind him and sunk his talons into his forearm. White veins rippled through his wrist and a wrist-bound morpher appeared in the shape of a falcon head. Lip then held out his black crystal scarab, its wings opened and the key extended. He then opened the falcon's mouth and placed the key inside and then closed the mouth down. Capra! Lip called out. Then the falcon eyes started to glow and the energy wave pulsed from his morpher and it wrapped around Lip's entire body, forming into his ranger suit. Ra, the god of the sun, then married into Lip's body and his helmet formed around his head. Lip had morphed into the white Egyptian ranger of Ra. The Red Cornish Ranger summoned the Power Sword and started slashing down the mummies. Then he turned to the monster. Viking Ranger, you're with me. Eric and Lip, handle those mummies. The Red Cornish Ranger ordered. Then he ran at Ankrak. The Viking Ranger followed him. The Ranger of Ra jumped up and sliced the mummies with his extended claws. Then he jumped up and kicked one in the head. The Golden Celtic Ranger summoned his javelin and started prodding the mummies with it. He swiped it across the floor, tripping several of them over. The Red Cornish Ranger ran at Ankrak and swung his power sword. The monster swatted the ranger away with his long claw. The Blue Viking Ranger rammed into the monster. He then pulled out his sword and slashed Ankrak with it. Then the monster pushed his chest out and a golden beam shot from the ank on its chest. It hit the Viking Ranger dead on, he used his shield to block the attack, but it still pushed him back. The beam was so intense it pushed the Ranger off his feet, and it struck him in the chest. Then he turned to the Red Cornish Ranger. The Red Ranger summoned Saba. With both Saba and the Power Sword, he ran at the monster, in a dance of two sword strikes, forcing the monster back. The Blue Viking Ranger climbed to his feet and ran into the fight. He slid behind the monster and used his sword to slice the monster's legs, making the monster fall to his knees. Then in the Red Cornish Ranger jumped up and swung both his blades down, slicing the monster. The monster fell and exploded. The two rangers grouped back up together. Thanks for the assist. Good job. The Red Cornish Ranger told the Viking Ranger. Thanks. I saw an opening and took it. The Viking Ranger shrug uh, shrugged. Then suddenly, a golden ank appeared before them. Its bright golden light blinded everyone. Then the black shroud of darkness poured around it and formed around the ank, forming into Ankrak once more. The terrifying monster stood before them again. <laughs> You think you can stop me? Please. I am immortal. He cackled. Boys, we need your help. The blue Viking Ranger called out to the other two rangers. The rangers of Ra and the gold Celtic Ranger stopped their fight with the mummies and ran over to their teammates. We just sent this guy to Anubis and he came back. The red ranger growled. How? The ranger of Ra asked. Don't matter how. We gotta try to beat it again. The gold ranger snapped. The four rangers ran at the monster. Give up, rangers. You cannot win. The monster roared as he blasted the rangers with his beam. The rangers fought Ankrak and defeated him once again. But just like before, the monster was reformed from the golden ank. The gold ranger threw his javelin into the monster. The ranger of Ra dropped the monster from great heights. The red cornish ranger struck him with the power bow. The blue viking ranger summoned water and drowned the monster. But each time the monster blew up, the monster just reformed just as quick. Do you ever wonder what would happen if, well, 
If If you give a dad a podcast. Hello, all my beautiful people. Hey, Mom, I'm not going to college like we planned. I'm going to take a couple years off. I just gave all my college money to this uh, professional wrestling promoter, and uh, yeah, I'm going to be a, I'm going to be a big superstar one day. I'm a I'm a human and I'm a chiropractor. I wasn't about to call you dad. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm what you call a nerd. In the Monos Chronicles, the new web series that I'm working on. We inadvertently made that kid cry. We didn't mean to. I mean <laughs> People get really mad at those videos. For some reason, I get triggered really? certain people. Yeah. First tryout, made the team, made starting position. I was right guard for a little while. Hey, Jared, that's where I was going to tell you about. Here it is. It's going to be from a nerdy dad's point of view. You're starstruck. It's not a big deal, man. I am being starstruck. <laughs> I made a really good career out of being able to bump, sell, and I had a punch me face. That's why they call it if you give a dad a podcast. Exactly. <laughs> Available everywhere podcasts are found. Himiko scanned her book, page after page. She read as fast as she possibly could. Then she found the page on the ang, and the good and the bad properties it had. Oh my god, it's his power source, of course! Himiko muttered, then she pressed the communication button on the keypad. Guys! Rangers! I have solved your dilemma! I know how to stop it! Himiko said, but she was met with silence. She huffed and puffed and grabbed her book. Then she ran out of the museum. Brohan sighed as he watched the rangers closely. Himiko ran to the cemetery and found the rangers fighting. She was about to call out to them when suddenly she heard screaming. She turned to see a mummy attacking a family. She looked at the fighting rangers, then back to the mummy. Hang on, boys. Himigo muttered. She placed down her book on a gravestone. Then she ran at the mummy. She picked up a rock and threw it at the mummy. It bounced off its head, which made it turn around to face Himiko. Then it ran at her. It struck at her. Himiko jumped back, trying to dodge the attack. She got caught and fell over. She jumped up, tried to punch the mummy, but the mummy struck her again. Himiko fell to the floor once more. I won't let you hurt these people, so back off! Himiko barked at the mummy. The mummy swung its fist at Himiko. She stood there waiting to accept the block, the attack, when suddenly a silver figure appeared and blocked the incoming strike with its staff. Then it zapped the mummy with its power and it exploded into dust. Himiko stood there in shock as the figure turned towards her. Hello, Himiko. I am the silver morphing master, the figure told her. I know. The boys told me about you. Why are you talking to me? Himiko asked, confused. You must have shown great bravery, setting aside your own personal life for these people, and you don't even know them, the master told her. I had to try something. Himiko shrugged. Well, the boys need your help now, the master stated. Yeah, I need to give them the information. Himiko nodded. What if you help them in more ways that give an impact? The master asked her. What did you have in mind? 
Himiko asked, rather intrigued. The four rangers stood there, tired and weakened, and Grack once again reformed and stood there laughing. I told you, rangers, I am immortal. You cannot stop me. He growled. Well, boss, now what? The ranger of Ra asked. You must be missing something. The gold Celtic ranger huffed. Then suddenly, a pink blur sped past them. With quick movements, the blur struck Ankrak multiple times. Then the blurs landed in front of the boys. It was a pink ranger. A new ranger coming in at the last second. At the ranger's time of need. How cliche. Still, awesome though. The blue viking ranger muttered to himself. Do we have a pink ranger? The red cornish ranger asked confused. Last Samanu, we did not. The ranger of Ra said. The pink ranger stood tall. Her suit resembled a slim-lined modern samurai armor. A helmet resembled that of a modern-day samurai headgear. A sheath hung from her belt, and in her hand was a katana. Pink! Japanese ranger! The ranger called out. Another ranger won't help you. Ankrak chuckled. The pink ranger ran at the monster. Her blade glowed pink. Then she stabbed the sword into the ground, and suddenly a twist of pink cherry blossoms petals spun around Ankrak. He suddenly became frozen within the petal tornado. She then withdrew her sword from the ground, jumped up, and sliced the monster. The petals disappeared, and Ankrak fell and blew up. Hey, new girl, that won't work. The gold ranger called out. We have tried that, and I'm sorry to say... The red Cornish ranger said. Then the gold ank appeared. The pink Japanese ranger bolted towards it. She threw a small petal into the air and it sparked with a... It turned into a gigantic shuriken. She grabbed it and threw it at ank. It hit ank and the symbol cracked and then it shattered into pieces, leaving no sign of the ank or ank rack. Did we just win? The ranger of Ra asked. The four rangers walked up to the new pink ranger. Nice going. The gold ranger said to her. Pardon us, but who are you? We wish to thank you personally. The red cornish ranger asked. Then he demorphed. The other rangers followed suit. One by one, they demorphed as well. They all watched as the pink ranger demorphed, and before them stood Himiko. I knew it! Elias <sighs> cheered. You're a ranger now? Lip asked. Yeah, I am. And next time I try calling the comms, maybe try an answer. Himiko snapped. Then she walked past them and headed back to the National Museum and Library of Mythology, making sure she picked up her book along the way. The boys started walking behind her all in shock and kind of impressed. New Ranger powers aside, did Himiko always have her hair up in a pin? Eric asked the team. Mark, Lip, and Elias looked at Eric with a raised eyebrow.